There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We made it to the third hour of Friday's Colleen and Bradley. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling after eating a handful of them potato chips. Like, like, a, like a cow? Yeah. Barnyard like, animal? Still, no, like my stomach is still like digesting them, like with three stomachs. Because oh, I just, it look, sits. The video is going to be up soon on YouTube so you can watch our Cheat Day Friday experience. Thank you. Hey, I have a question for you that is food related. What recipe do you make every week? 651-641-1071. And I'll tell you why I'm asking in just a moment. But Holly, actually, I'll just tell you right now, you're probably wondering why I'm asking that question. Yeah, Bradley, why are you asking this very important question? Because Jennifer Garner makes the potatoes that Emily Blunt made for Ina Garten. I would like to make Jennifer Garner's Emily Blunt's Ina Garten potatoes. That's a lot of spud. What what does that even mean? What kind of potatoes are these gals making? Well, I will tell you, as a person who loves to cook and loves to uh, play around in the kitchen, and even though we like to poke fun at Jennifer Garner, she does some things in the kitchen and has throughout uh, the last couple of years on social that I find endearing. She uh, went to people and gave them this exclusive. Rarely does a week go by that I don't make this recipe from Emily Blunt. And I was like, okay, people, I'll bite pun intended, Uh and I found out that she makes Emily Blunt's English roasted potatoes, or English, yeah, English roasted potatoes. Tell me more. Emily Blunt went on Ina Garten and uh, made her signature potatoes, and I don't know if you've ever watched, like, the Great British Bake Off or any British cooking shows, Um, very often... You will come across, or even in like British television, you will come across their Sunday roast and like potatoes. And the the English make potatoes in a way that, oh my God, it just seems transformative. Like they make these crispy, yummy, fluffy oven roasted potatoes. Yeah, you have to sell me on the potatoes because I don't really like making these, these are potatoes. like crisp. They're almost like French fried potatoes, but it's like the whole potato. So it's like huh. fluffy on the inside, but then there's this like crackly fried crust around because they use lots of fat. To get the crispies. Anyway, so Emily Blunt made a version of these potatoes for Ina Garten. Jennifer Garner makes them every week. And that got me thinking, A, I need to make these potatoes. And B, everybody has something in their repertoire that they make every week. So let's go to the phones and start with, oh, look, Colleen. Oh. Hey, Colleen, what do you make every week? Okay, so I 
agree with you on the English potatoes because my stepmother was British and she used to make those all the time and they're just wonderful. Yum. But what I make often because I have to cook for littles and you have to cook things that they will eat and not turn their nose up to. Of course. So I make egg browns. And what they are is you take hash brown patty, you cook them as directed. During the last half of the cooking, you start frying some eggs. And I make them so that the, I break the yolks so they're not runny because littles don't always like runny yolks. And then you take the hash browns out of the oven, you put a half a piece of cheese, and here's where you can get creative. I use American because they're littles. You can use any other kind of cheese you want. So you put that half slice on there, and then you put the egg on top of the hash brown, and that's it. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. I love them. That almost sounds like a hash brown recipe. I have a friend who used to make sort of like, you know, um, like potluck potatoes where it was just those, those hash brown patties smothered in like cream, Velveeta, and cheddar cheese on top. I've never heard of that. Oh but my god, it sounds good. It's real good. Colleen, thank you so much for that um, that recipe. I've never heard of egg browns. No, okay, but but I want to. And now in my do. mouth, yum. Should we go to Diane? Yes. Diane is on the phone, and we're talking food you make every week. Diane, what's the recipe you make almost every week? Well, we like our beer can chicken on Sunday afternoons. Ooh, okay. Tell me how you do your beer can chicken, Diane. Um, I have a ceramic uh, little gadget that has. It looks like almost like a little volcano, <clears throat> and you can put your beer in there. Although I found that Seven Up works really, really, really well. Ooh. And then if you put when you take the chicken out once it's done, if you put tin foil over it, cover it for about fifteen minutes. Oh my word, that is the most juicy, tender. I hate the M word. <laughs> um, it's moist. moist. I was like, which yeah. M word does she hate? Because you never know. But moist, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> But then you accompany it with either a salad or roasted vegetables or squash. Oh my God! I... That keeps it kind of you know keeps it keeps it fun because it's you get the different accompaniments. And I love the idea of the Seven Up. What made you think of that? Because we didn't have any beer. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, necessity is the what is it? Mother of mother invention. of invention. Oh, Thank you, Diane. Got it. <laughs> Thanks, Diane. We're talking about recipes you make every week, and it's because uh, Jennifer Garner makes an English roasted potato recipe from Emily Blunt that she did for Ina Garten. It's on People uh, magazine if you want to pick it up at newsstands and then give us a cut. Oh, wait, we don't get one. Holly, is there something, because I know you actually do make a lot of the same recipes over and over again because you found things throughout your kitchen travels. Um, What's like something you could make if you don't every week? And that's becoming an issue but I will say deviating from the norm in recipes does have consequences, mm. meaning that nobody likes it. So uh, one of the things that I make I, a regular and I think that I'm looking at my I use Pinterest. Oh, for I'm going sure. to be honest oh, here. Who doesn't? Uh, it's this recipe that I found on SkinnyTaste.com, and it's called Coconut Poached Chicken with Bok Choy and Mushrooms. Yum. That I bet I make semi biweekly. Okay. If not weekly. So it's bok choy. There's a lot of things going on in yes, the words is, that you yeah. just said. Say that again. So it's coconut poached chicken with bok choy and mushrooms. Co- let's start with a coconut poached chicken. How yes. do you poach chicken with coconut? Like you, the you, coconut milk? Yes, you use coconut oh, milk. And then what do you throw a bunch of bok choy in? Yes, and some mushrooms. Is this in the oven or like a this like a Dutch a, oven? This is a Dutch oven experience. Oh. <laughs> so, so you just put that on the um, on the top of your oven and do it. It's really easy. Serve it with some rice. 
That sounds amazing. It's actually really good. I like to substitute the coconut milk with a little bit of coconut cream and then oh, use I mean, water for on. the substitute instead. Of course. Yeah. Who doesn't love coconut yeah, cream? Yeah, what about you, Brad? You know, I, I don't make a lot of like recipe recipes, but I do make the same meal every single week and it's roast chicken and I... I carve up my chicken by hand because I am obsessed with roast chicken and we like our chicken in, in our household done, like real done, like, like, like charred ding dong. <laughs> the witch is dead. I mean, most people would be like, Oh, how dare you? I take the chicken breast out early so it doesn't overcook, but then I leave all the other parts in and I like them individually cut anyway. So roast chicken with some kind of spice experience. And then I always do roast potatoes. And I don't do the English roast potatoes because it's it's a little, it's extra steps. But that's why I'm really excited to try this Emily Blunt recipe because I've seen these English roasted potatoes. I know I've tasted them before, but I've never made them because I think I'm mildly intimidated by the effort. But this recipe didn't look too complicated. so I think you're going to have yourself a very russet of a good time. I, I see what you did there. You know what else we're going to do to give people a good time? Why? We've got Thanksgiving away. Oh, my God. More tickets. More tickets. This is no, unfortunately, oh. no strippers. You're All responsible right. for your own nudity. But <laughs> the first five callers who call 651-641-1071, it's our show's last giveaway for wristbands for a Women's Final Four VIP event tomorrow on Saturday. Listen, and we'll tell you when to call. Well, that's right now. And you'll get a pair of wristbands to hang out with Alexis and Dawn at a VIP event for the NCAA Women's Final Four at Target Field. You get drinks, you get snacks, and this is all part of the NCAA Women's Final Four VIP experience. So the first five callers, 651-641-1071, are going to get a pair of wristbands. Fabulous. And when we come back, our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies joins us to tell us what's in theaters and on your couch this weekend right here on My Talk 1071. It's out what I'm going to be watching on my couch this weekend. Or maybe you'll actually be motivated to go to the theater. We'll find out in mere moments here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Uh, and our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is joining us. Hello, Paul. Hello. It's great to be here. It's always good to have you because not only does it mean Friday, uh, it means you come bearing gifts. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by gifts and bearing, I mean. We have to get right to um, a movie. Oh my god, oh my god. I can take away your powers, Bradley. That was too much. Now, I know why Bradley was getting really excited, Paul, because the first movie that you have brought to us with your review features Magic Mike himself, Channing Tatum. It's The Lost City. Lost City. We get to see a lot of Mr. Channing Tatum in this movie. Almost all of them. All of them, I would say. Wow. Yeah. And so not only is it Channing Tatum, but the delightful, the incomparable, the superstar herself, Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah. I mean, she is kind of back to her prime in this one, that physical comedy that she is so good at in The Lost City. She plays an author of this in a romance fluff series, Channing Tatum stars as the cover model in all of her books, and now they're forced to go down the road, do a press tour, and she ends up getting kidnapped by Daniel Radcliffe's character, who thinks that this plot is actually real and that there's a treasure to be found, and it's up for Channing Tatum to come rescue her. 
This reminds me totally of, and tell me if I'm wrong, Romancing the Stone. Oh, no, absolutely. It totally has those vibes mixed in with, you know, movies like The Proposal and um, Miss Congeniality, where she's playing a similar character that, like that. So if you like Sandy in these types of roles, you will have a really great time with this. If you just want entertaining, if you want a laugh, I would hope that you enjoy this movie as much as I did. Now, Paul, I need to ask you. Yeah. Is there any Channing Tatum bun action? You did say almost all of him. So. Oh, we see buns. Yes. Wow. There is a buns. leech scene, um, which made me brought me back to Stand By Me. But there's a scene where he gets leeches on his... Oh, leech. I think he said bleach. I was like, oh, that no. means leech. leeches. Oh, got leeches. It. Yeah. So, again, it's that, like... I kind of I call it a situation comedy where they're now stuck in the middle of the jungle. There's a volcano, there's animals, and it just goes from bad to worse for them. Brad Pitt has a kind of surprising cameo in this. He is also hysterical. And what I love is that the movie, the directors, the writers, everyone involved knows exactly the movie and the style that they're making, and they play on it. Because the premise of this is like this author being trapped within like the plot of one of her novels. So it plays up all of the tropes, all of the comedy, and like the the cheesy romance of these fluff novels. I mean, there's there's jokes about riding it on a white horse and like the flowy hair and all the double entendres because the name of the book is The Lost City of D. Yeah. Yeah. We know what D stands for. Yeah. yeah. How many ticket stubs for The Lost I City? I three and a half out of five for The Lost City. It's a lot of fun. Daniel Radcliffe, great as the villain. Again, over the top heightened to just what you want. I'm really excited. Well, first of all, where, is it, can I only see this in theaters? This is in theaters. I will say that this is a Paramount movie, so if you just don't feel like going to theaters, expect it to be on Paramount Plus within like 45 days. I know recent movies like Scream and uh, Jackass Forever, can we say that, are yeah, on understand. Paramount Plus. All right. Awesome. Okay, so one thing to watch, uh, The Lost City of D. What else is on your list? <laughs> okay, so I'm really excited and really loving the new Marvel series on Disney+. Plus. This is called Moon Knight. It stars Oscar Isaac. And at, when the first episode it just aired this week um, opens, he is kind of this geeky, bumbling guy that works at the gift shop of a museum about Egyptian history. Well, then at night, he is forced to strap himself to his bed, tape his door shut, because his nightmares and his reality kind of blur together and he becomes associated with this mercenary named Mark Spector who has this connection to Egyptian gods but he doesn't know what is going on and then you meet Ethan Hawke's character who is kind of thought of as the antagonist in the series but there's so much more and we don't really know exactly yet what is happening to Oscar Isaac's characters but it's tons of fun there's great it's going to be six episodes on Disney Plus from Marvel and it's a lot darker than all their other series I mean they're really kind of introducing audiences to a brand new character all the other series have been the marvel characters that we know and love this is a brand new character for them a brand new tone and something that is not kid friendly i would say mm, well, that's interesting well that yeah. entices me yeah and i've seen four of the six episodes marvel gave us way more than they usually do and it is a wild ride something big happens in episode four that i can't even talk about but like you will your jaw will drop and they're really introducing character i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel 
like this character is someone who suffers from dissociative identity disorder. So again, this kind of deeper layer of what is happening to this guy. Well, how many ticket stubs for the Disney Plus series Moon Knight? Four out of five ticket stubs. And uh, Colleen's going to be bummed she missed you today because I see in the notes that the first episode includes one of her favorite people. Yes, there's a time there's Tom Jones song in the first episode. The first episode has some really good needle drops. It's action-packed. He doesn't know what's going on. Kind of erratic energy. And then the second and third episode are kind of more dialogue-heavy, more about Egyptian uh, like mythology and whatnot. It's fun. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. Where do we uh, round things out today on well, let's, uh, yeah. what we're watching? So let's go to Apple TV+. Plus. You know, they have new shows dropping all the time. And their latest uh, started this week. It's called Slow Horses. And this will be really good if you like British spy espionage type series. Yes, I do. Yeah, this Ooh. is going to be six episodes. It's based on a novel by Mick Herron, who is really kind of taking from the like Jean Lacarre um, themes, if you will, and it's about a group of kind of misfit uh, British agents. They're kind of nicknamed the Slow Horses, who have kind mm. of been shunned from MI5 due to their kind of messy mistakes. And now, after this, Pakistani comedian is kidnapped and held for ransom by this far right extremist group. They kind of get themselves in the mix, trying to find him and figure this out. Wondering, wait a minute, is MI5 involved? Why is this journalist involved? It's kind of this kind of ticking clock uh, in a series. And it's Gary Oldman leads this group of uh, kind of misfit agents. And he is so good in this. I mean, the classic kind of Gary Oldman performance. He's messy. He's sloppy with his character. Smokes like a chimney. And then we don't really know, because it's Gary Oldman, we don't know what exactly. He's not showing every card of his. We know there's something else going on with him. And then Kristen Scott Thomas is like second in command at MI5. And she wants she wants for blood, I will say. And She's she, great, too. She She's a great actress. I was going to say there's some really great actors in this movie. I mean, she played, well, she played, didn't she play uh, Gary Oldman's wife in The Darkest Hour? Like, or, I mean, yes. Churchill's wife, but he played Churchill, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a good, oh, go ahead. Oh, good little reunion here. Yeah. They're in it. Jack Loudon, who was in um, Dunkirk, is in it. And you may recognize Olivia Cook. She was in Ready Player One. She's been in Bates Motel. She's also in it as one of the, the slow horses. How many ticket stubs for Three and slow and a half horses? Out of five. I got to interview Gary Oldman and Jack Loudon. We had a really fun interview. That's on my YouTube channel right now. Paul's trip to the movies. Click that like button and subscribe, please. Like and subscribe for Paul's content. You can also catch him on Twin Cities Live. Are you there today? Absolutely. Fabulous. Hey, Paul, thanks for showing thanks up. Thanks for having me. Have a great weekend. You too. Check him out on Twin Cities Live. When we come back, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. We'll be right back. Want to have some fun? My top 1071. Wow, look at that stupid, crazy, idiot person. We do a whole segment about these people on a regular basis here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, and you're like, well, that sounds kind of rude. Trust me, when you hear the stories we're about to share with you, you're going you're gonna to agree that these people deserve to be CSIs. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. You know why? You know why? Why? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. Uh, Bradley, are we going to Florida for (laughs) our first? (laughs) Okay. 
Where no, are we go- where we're we going, going to Sweden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, sure. I don't speak Swedish, but I did take a couple of Pimsleur classes on Norwegian. So I feel like I'm an expert on this next story. Can't wait. I want to tell you about a 67 <laughs> year old lady who was caught doing something illegal. Illegal in Sweden. Yes, illegal in Sweden. She she shoplifted. She lifted some shops, which that in and of itself is not horribly unusual. No. Sadly, tragically, happens every day in uh, not only Sweden, but around the globe. Mm-hmm. This woman in Sweden has been fined for shoplifting, which is why we're talking about it today. It's not even what she shoplifted. Would you like to know what uh, the 67-year-old woman uh, shoplifted? Yes. Uh, can I make a guess? Mm-hmm. Did she shoplift Ikea meatballs? You know, no, but you're close. Oh. So I'm not even going to give you one of these. But I can't quite give you one of those. Lingonberries. No, it was meatballs. Oh, really? They just weren't Ikea meatballs. <laughs> She didn't just steal meatballs, though. She stole ham. Ham, meatball. Wait, hold on. I'll make you some ham sandwiches. Ham. That ham smells good. Ham. That ham smells good. Ham. 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 She stole ham. Ham. What? And meatballs. (laughs) And not only did she steal ham and meatballs, she tried to hide sausages and cheese in a woven bag by covering them with another bag. Oh, she didn't like stick it underneath her shirt and pretended that she was with Babe. But no, in fact, she was just with Ham. No, I mean at the age of sixty-seven, that probably would have been a stretch. Well, miracles can happen. But it was Yule Skinka, which I think is like a Christmas ham. Sure, you're the Swedish expert, Bradley. No, I didn't take correspondence courses. I took in Swedish. Norwegian. Oh, and it was a, like three Pimsleur courses. What does that even mean? Yai, yai. Oh, what was it? Yai. No, that's wrong. What did you say? I, don't I, know. Am I a... understand Norwegian. Sure. Norsk. <laughs> so where okay, so she stole hams, meatballs, sausages, and cheese. But that is not the crazy stupid idiot portion of the program. Clearly I am. But no, she did something well. Actually, she is someone who, who, like, who she is, is, I think, what earned her crazy, stupid, idiot mm. status. Does that make sense? Was she the prime minister of Sweden? Oh, my God, you are so good, but no. <laughs> but I can't quite give you a total buzz because she was a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> this lady literally <laughs> is one of the, was one of the oh. Supreme Court justices of Sweden. Oh. Oh, no, honey. Who shoplifted Christmas ham, meatballs, among other things, right before Christmas last oh. year. And um, they find her. She served 20 years on the bench, had to resign in February after reports emerged that she was being investigated for the thefted ham and meatballs. And oh, so she resigned because of this. Yeah. So she was like, oh, I'm sorry. Weird. That's a thing. It's just like, I don't know. I'm, I suppose it's one of those things. Perhaps she was a chronic shoplifter and this was the time that she got caught. Yeah. She was doing it for the thrill. Yeah. Was she doing it because she wanted to donate this ham? Mm. But I feel like perhaps I feel as like a she judge, was like, I'm the judge and this is naughty and I'm going to do it. 
Oh, yeah. maybe a thrill. You know, seeker. like yeah, like she, I, I, she would be in a John Waters film of my making. <laughs> you know, the Swedish, the supreme shoplifting <laughs> judge who sticks a ham. I mean, you just see this is like a great film, like a seventies uh, film um, of the Swedish Supreme Court justice hiding a ham in her pants, played by Divine, <laughs> played by Divine, <laughs> or actually Mink Stole. I think would probably do this character, don't you? Yeah. And like Divine would be the grocery store clerk who, you know, who found who takes like, a cha-cha heel and starts yeah. <laughs> like, like I see you. <laughs> anyway, uh, she was fined fifty thousand kroner. Aww. I remembered now the phrase. I understand a little bit of Norwegian. Say it with me. Jai for store. Jai for store. Uh, lit norsk. Lit norsk. Jai for store. Lit norsk. It's already out of my head. Jai for store. Jai for store. Lit. Lit. Norsk. Norsk. There you go. Thank you. You learned something wow. today and so did I. Thank you. Oh, Where are we going learn, next? We're going to learn nothing in this next oh, story. Okay. We're going to go to Dublin, California. Okay. Dublin? There's Dublin, a Dublin, California? There is a Dublin, California. And by the looks of this uh, report, it's in Northern California. In the East Bay area. Mm-hmm. Quite lovely. Uh, near such places as Pleasanton. And Livermore. So we're going to Dublin where a woman was scheduled oh to make. <laughs> I just saw this you poor saw woman's mugshot. Yeah. She's not living her best life, Bradley. I'm going to tell you why this woman in Dublin, California is not living her best life. Because she was scheduled to make a court appearance this week on Monday in Dublin, California after being arrested for stealing a car. Yikes. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, bad. Don't do that. Don't do that. But it's the form of transportation that this woman named Brandy Jones took to the courthouse that makes her a crazy, stupid idiot. Would you like to guess the mode of transportation for Ms. Brandy Jones? Well, you're saying that she went to court for a stolen car charge. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be so obvious, but was the car she arrived to court in stolen? Yeah. yeah. Very obvious. Um, yeah. I really wanted you to say she rode like a cow. No. Because she didn't have the car. <laughs> no, she did not ride a heifer or a jersey or. Golden Guernsey. Th- not even a Golden Guernsey. Mm. No. Holstein. She, yeah, not even. Smoking a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Bonging a blinch. <laughs> it's Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just smoking a pancake. Uh, okay. Gold member. Remember? Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. I wasn't prepared. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, back on the tracks. All right. We have a sounder for that, we but are I don't arrest- know where it is. We are arrested and. <laughs> In Dublin. She was arrested because when she arrived at the courthouse, authorities determined that Brandy was driving a stolen vehicle to go to her court date where she was being met with stolen vehicle charges. Okay. And then she went to Santa Rita jail. No word on if she took a stolen vehicle on her way to the jail. Something tells me they made sure that didn't happen. Yeah, they probably took her. Hopefully, a stolen vehicle doesn't pick her up once she's out. That would be kind of. That would be awkward. It's like, guys, come on! I just, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted. Like she was just a victim of circumstance. Oh no! Why do you keep coming with these stolen cars? Gosh. 
Okay. Where's our last stop? We are headed now to um, a place that is called Long Beach, California. And frankly, I need to take us on this journey. Oh. You know when that music plays, there's going to be some stripping. Yes. So there will be a stripper uh, involved in this story. Um, But specifically, it's not the stripper who's the crazy, stupid idiot. It's uh, this random guy. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know how to begin to tell you the story, but let me just boil it down to this. There was a woman who was mm, concerned that her boyfriend was at a strip club and perhaps, you know, doing some stuff. Mm -hmm. Not just frequenting the strip clubs, but maybe frequenting some strip club workers oh sure so there was a concern this person did not sing did they sing that song to them to see if they've been fooling around can i smell what are you doing right now i was like i i don't know where she's going there's a song can i smell what (laughs) exactly (laughs) um that's nasty no so there's this real estate agent from Laguna Beach and she did this all I guess this was all on TikTok cuz that's how we learn about things these oh, days dear. right Yeah um she was concerned that her husband or her man um I don't remember now if it was her it was her boyfriend she was concerned that he was frequenting strip clubs getting yep. lap dances and yep. having sex with yeah. some of the ladies That's concerning Uh he had a, he had promised her like I won't do that. I promise. I totally, totally promise. But he began disappearing for several days on end. And she was like, this is not normal. And so I'm going to do what any self-respecting woman would do. I am going to install a $100 GPS locator called the Mat Tracker on my boyfriend's vehicle. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, would you believe it, Holly? She discovered her hus- or her boyfriend going where? To the strip club. But wait, there's more. Because remember, this is crazy, stupid idiots. Yes. I don't even know. I mean, I guess we can call the boyfriend crazy and stupid, right? But like... he's just stupid. Not even crazy. Just dumb. He's stupid. Um, But this story is crazy, stupid, idiot worthy because like... But wait, there's more. She didn't just do the $100 tracker. She's like, well, I know what I'm going to do. I want to see what he's doing at the strip club. So what do you think she did next? Did she do some kind of reverse camera thing on the guy's (laughs) phone and was like... Filming Ooh, what like was happening on the phone. I'm sure uh, that there's something like that. No, but she, see, that's why I asked initially. Bradley, you poo pooed that she was, you know, just like crossing the T's and dotting the lowercase. I don't know. You, I know. You're in a dirty place, Holly, and I'm going to leave you alone. No, here's what she did. She grabbed a brown wig and stripper heels that oh. she kept in her closet, which begs the question: What? She kept. She what gr- you don't? <laughs> Actually, I do. It's in the basement, though. So there you go. She grabbed a brown wig and stripper heels that she kept in her closet, closet, and went to the strip club because she. Was I didn't want to do an LA episode Law. of LA Law. I wanted to. Do... <laughs> Look, wanted it's to Corbin do... Burnson. <laughs> I wanted to do this. Ah, oh, yes. She went undercover as a stripper. At the strip club and went on stage Stop to perform it. a number no. and call what? That she's using her husband or her significant other cheating as an excuse to get on stage and have a good time. Just embrace what you want to do. 
After taking a swig of alcohol, sporting a pink and black lingerie, she pranced on stage to a remix of uh, a remix of Rihanna and gave her ex the surprise of his life. Quote, he was an absolute shock when he saw me. He was really ticked, but I didn't care. I went to all the other guys, danced in front of them and took all their money. Stop it. You're just reading some person's fantasy that they posted <laughs> this on Reddit. It does sound like Hustler. Like, what is it? Letters to the editor? Yeah, this is just yeah. a letter to the editor. This is not real. Holly's not having it. Okay, fine. fine. I mean, I just what was thought... she wearing? A trench coat and Groucho Marx glasses? <laughs> and then it was like, what? <laughs> Come out of boys. I don't know. I guess if I was the actual strippers at this club, I would be pretty peeved. Well, also, why would they ever let you on stage? Well, that's what like, I'm saying. Oh, but- hi, I'm here to bust my man. Okay, we'll rearrange our night and let you get some money that we would like to have. Thank you. It's like, no, actually, I'm here because this is my job and I have bills to pay. We're not going to let you clown around on stage. Uh, just to give you the, the climax, after seductive words... <laughs> After seductively gyrating for just one song, during which she remained clothed in her bra and panties and refraining from giving actual lap dances or getting on the pole, she flipped her boyfriend's or uh, she flipped the bird at her dog of an ex, quote unquote. I said, you'll never see me again. What? And then she told us that she felt great. So anyway, that's the end of the story. When we come back, I think we're <laughs> going to play a game and we have a special guest. It's called The Throwback Live right here on my talk one.